How are we? This morning we are talking about alcohol. Before I touch on this, um, as, it, as it comes up a lot, you've got some people saying, you know, I could never give up alcohol to lose weight. Other people saying, um, I just need to give it up. And it's really interesting, like some, you know, we've got that split side. And, and as you probably know from if you've been following me a while, that you'll know that I'm not going to jump on either side here. I'm just going to ask you some questions to help you come up with a decision that you want to make. Because ultimately, you've got to do the thing that makes you happy. Now, when it comes to fat loss, weight loss, if you're coming in, by the way, say hi. If you are in uh, on replay, just let me know you're watching on replay and, and let me know your thoughts on this as well. So when it comes to fat loss, weight loss, we know that calories in, calories out is the key thing. It's a unit of, it's a unit of energy. It is what it is. And by saying that it's not is a bit like saying that a meter isn't a meter. And that is what it is. And most people know that, what we put in, what we put out. And you've got, whether you count calories or not, they're existing in the background. Morning, Karen. They're existing in the background. So you have four calories per gram you eat of carbohydrate, four calories per gram you eat of protein, and nine calories per gram you eat of fat. Now take alcohol, and alcohol comes in at seven calories per gram. So it's quite high. And I'm not saying, you know, have a glass of wine instead of an avocado because um, alcohol is lower in calories than healthy fats. Um, that's not what I'm saying here. But what I'm saying is, on the face of it there, like alcohol will not make you overweight by itself. Okay, and it's not that you have to give up drinking. However, based on the theory of marginal gains, which is something we talk about a lot in the Kickstart program about getting 1% better each day, it seems pointless at the time, but if it was pointless, look at some of the most successful things in, in the world right now. Look at cycling. They look at the whole picture. Morning, Jill. They look at the bike. How can I make this bike a little bit lighter and a little bit faster? What can I do with the frame? What can I do with the tire? Like To literally add 1% with the tires, 1% with the frame. A bit like a horse, a racehorse. How can we get this horse in 1%? Let's try this diet here. That would be 2% there. What about the, their back legs? How can we get them? What can we do that, the, the, the jumping? What about the actual jockey? How can we make them a little bit lighter perhaps what can we do with them and the cyclists are similar can they wear something that's ultra slimline that adds one percent they add up all these one percents then all of a sudden they've got a ten percent increase and then they're like wow that what a difference that's made from those small marginal gains and the reason i'm bringing that up as an example is because sometimes we don't see it when we make changes to our food drink and eating habits so take alcohol for example someone might come in and start something morning louise they might come in and start something and they might say, okay, this week, I'm starting something, I'm never going to drink again. And they've gone from drinking a glass of wine every evening to drinking nothing. And that's fine if you're in that place for it. Um, but at the same time, just know that marginal gains is existing here. So if you made a rule, perhaps, that you're going to drink Friday, Saturday, Sunday to start with and saw how you got on then, that might be a bit more manageable for you. And if you think what happens when you drink, when we drink, morning, Teresa, when we drink alcohol, it's generally not just the calories. Yes, they're quote-unquote empty calories as in they're not providing nutrition. But really the issue is the impact it has on our hunger levels, the impact it has on our deep sleep. So it might help you get to sleep, but the REM sleep, which really helps recovery, is affected. Then the next day, the impact is that our hunger hormones may be higher, so we're actually hungrier, we feel less satisfied. Our perception of food 
is more rewarding. So we might see a food and actually perceive it as more rewarding than it is, actually is. And then we eat it and then we, we're disappointed because we're not getting the perception, that perceived reward that we saw. So maybe we go in for more. Also, you consider on the evening, alcohol provides that kind of bit of escapism in that evening and, you know, as, as relaxing as it can be, we often maybe make the worst decisions when we're um, under alcohol, whether that's food decisions or even deeper than that. And the key thing to remember with this is people will, will make food choices around when, they're, when they've drank and eat more and generally have lesser ability to feel satiated. We do things more mindlessly then. And it's them calories that are probably going to be the issue more so than the calories from the alcohol. And I bring this up because if we do it slowly, sometimes we start to realize, actually, yeah, on those other days, when I don't drink, I actually have a better day the next day, more energy. And think about it from this way. What am I depriving myself of by drinking? What am I depriving myself of by not drinking? So go two ways on here. Point one, what am I depriving myself of by drinking? What am I depriving myself of by not drinking? Morning, Joss. And then just make a list of each, the pros and cons of each. And I get it though, because it's not as easy as that if you if it's a habit in that time. And I'm, I'm just talking like, you know, maybe a glass every now and then, glass a night, you know, whatever. And when it is a habit like that, you've got to replace it with something else. Morning, Rebecca. You've got to try and replace it with something else. So what can I do instead? What feeling am I trying to create at that time? So first off, first thing, remember, write down, what am I depriving myself of by having that wine? So for me, it's not really worth it anymore. Like I will drink from time to time um, if it's, there's something going on and I really choose to. But I, I get a lot from getting up early, having energy in the morning, get a lot done. I feel so good about that. And I hate being hungover. I'm more ratty. I'm miserable. I'm tired. And then I get frustrated with myself that I'm not doing the things that I said I would do. And that exhausts me to the extent that when I'm really aware of them now, I'm just like, is it worth it? And yeah, from time to time, I, I will drink and I'll enjoy it. And, you know, the next day I will feel rubbish, but, you know, I've made that choice to do it. But then it's looking at, okay, what what's the pros and cons? And am I, am I getting more from it than, than it actually I'm getting from it or not? Am I actually getting a positive net balance from drinking here in terms of body health, in terms of enjoyment? And if you are, that's great. And like I said, it's important to take small steps here. So it might be that we start with week, like you start with weekends. You say, you know what? Yeah, I'm just going to drink Friday, Saturday and Sunday. I'm going to drink Friday, Saturday or whatever that rule is. Just make that and start there. Don't worry about whether you'll be able to do it in, in three months time when there's this and that and that. And then you can just be flexible with it. Like for me, I basically have a rule that I'll drink at certain social events. I rarely will drink at home just just the way it is like I value I think since having kids I just value sleep too much and I've actually been able to sleep better than ever because I'm used to taking the 10 minutes when I can so when it comes to it do you need to give up alcohol in short no can you lose weight drinking alcohol in short yes is it easier without it yes but that doesn't mean you have to give it up marginal gains would say you might be able to get away with drinking x amount and still making great progress with that. And also maybe looking at your environment when you do drink, okay, how can you control your food intake around that time? 
Because sometimes it's a case of what is around when you're drinking. There's food, snacks around in there that makes us more likely to drink more. So I hope that helps and gives you a bit more perspective and, and some actionable things to think about. So what are you depriving yourself of by drinking? What are you depriving yourself of by not drinking? And then look at the pros and cons. And I think that's the best way to make a decision that's going to make you happy rather than someone else reading something that you have to detox the liver every now and then or whatever. I would just make that choice that you want to make there and know that even if it's not the choice that you think you should make, marginal gains exist. So even if it's a 1% better increase on that, give yourself credit for that. See how it goes. See how it impacts your calorie balance, balance, your food intake, your digestion, your hydration, your sleep. Because we know just how important sleep is in terms of hunger, in terms of motivation, in terms of energy. And if you think about energy and motivation, they're pretty much the things that make us do the things that we do in the day. So anything you do that really powers that up is going to significantly benefit you in terms of results you get in your health, body, work, life. And that's where I'd focus on first in terms of what you're depriving yourself of by having it. So get that balance right. There's no absolute either way here. But let me know any questions you have on that or anything that I haven't covered. As this was a bit off the cuff, actually. I wasn't going to plan to do this. It just came in. A few questions have come up around alcohol the last few days. Um, so I thought I'd cover it in a bit more detail. So I hope that helps. Any questions, as always, do let me know. Make it a great day. We are off for a morning of cardio bar to start. And then we have Tai Chi before our no-floor knee-friendly workout. We have lunchtime Tabata, Tabata, Tabata or Tabata. That's just your debate. Tabata or Tabata? You choose. Uh, 6.15pm tonight, we have our low, lower leg muscle strengthening and then stomach blast later on tonight as well. So that is a wrap from me. If you want more details about our Kickstart program, we are opening back up for outside sessions adding in as well as our live workouts from the 29th of March. And we're back inside at the private studios, 12th of April in Marlborough and Devizes. So as always, any questions, let me know. If you want more information, send me a message and I'll see you soon. Take care.